Welcome to Friday Night Fights. I'm Zeleny. And I'm Wendy. And we'll start off by saying our nice little warning. This show isn't intended for children under the age of 18, but if you allow them to watch it, it's on you as parents. We are also, um, we're not paid for the show at all. We don't have sponsorship. Everything comes from us. And we don't know any copyrights, any music, brands, or anything. Yeah. Just clarifying that out. So let's start off our show by our shots. What are we having today? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So it is Fireball and Rum Chata mixed together. Ooh. Or in this case, layered together. Cheers. Bottoms up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so cinnamony. Oh, well, I mean, hence the name. Okay. Um, our drink for tonight, Wendy's going to be making it because, you know, she's our mixologist. I don't do too good with that. Um, she'll explain it. So, orange juice. Um, it's summer citrus. Is that what it's called? Summer something. Don't ask me. It's summer something. We'll just call it summer. We, of course, tweaked it a bit, so... So, orange juice, Ciroc Summer Citrus, and now for Cranberry Pomegranate Juice. Tell us in the comments what you're drinking tonight. We want to know. Yeah, give us an idea for next week. I always love how it looks world together. That looks really good. I hope it tastes really good. <laughs> All right. One start on the top of the Pour it out. So the topics that we have for tonight are open relationships. That's going to be a really good one. I can't wait to dive into that one. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and step parents. With step parents, we're gonna dive into um, what people feel about it, uh, what they comment on it, um, how you feel as a step parent, and the recognition that people get um, when it comes to being a step parent. So, um, I had a little bit of trouble pronouncing some of these. We have, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six categories when it comes to open relationships. Um, I will say the first one because that's the one I know how to pronounce. It's polygamy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're leaving the hard ones for me. She's slick. Yes. She's um, It's polygamy is where you have more than one spouse. Yes. And the second one? Polygyny. Which is? When you have more than one wife. Okay. Then you have polyandry. Which is more than one husband. That looks good. Um, then you have monogamy, which is when you're single. No, it's when you serious, like serious, serious oh, yeah. relationship. Sorry. Yes, yes, monogamy. I that's how I yeah. say it. <laughs> um, when you're single, <laughs> and then when you're a swinger is when you're in a relationship and you swing with another relationship, multiple playdates as I like to say, and then polyamory, where you're in multiple committed relationships. Yeah, that sounds like fun. It is fun. <laughs> not, not that I have experience. It just sounds like you would have fun with it. Oh, yes. Okay. So, in regards to that polyamory, I'm like, I can barely deal with one person. I can't imagine all that emotional turmoil with multiple. See, um... I look at it a little bit differently. Okay, that's the one that I did comment that I would be okay with because let's just say you have to deal <laughs> with one person, but you have to deal with that person Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes. Okay. Here, you have to deal with a different person and it could be like one or two, not really two people. Let's just say it's one you, one and another person. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with them the exact same days of the week. But it also takes um, 
the person that you're with, they have to be sh a very strong individual, a very open-minded individual, somebody that knows how to communicate, how to handle situations. Um, when you're with one person, they are very committed to you. Um, they can sense your emotional state of being, your physical. But let's just say you're with two. They both can understand that state of being as well. But when you're with your main one, um, he can he's strong enough to deal with that as well. So then how do you, so let's say you and your husband are in a polyamory relationship. So you have a committed partner and he has a committed partner. So now this is a four person quadruple? Because I know for three is thruple. So I think it's quadruple. I could be wrong, don't quote me. Mm -hmm. So there's four of y'all. So you guys can't get jealous. You might not like his girlfriend, he might not like your boyfriend, but you guys are committed relationship to them as well to each other. Mm -hmm. But your other your significant others are not committed. So it's not a square. It's no. like a you. Right. Now how do you work around jealousy? Like what if you don't like his significant other? Or if you know she's trying to drive a wedge between y'all and he doesn't see it because you know men never right, but <laughs> well women aren't bright either they can be lying. very they can be very um difficult to deal with as well the person that you're with has to be strong he has to be open it can't they there can't be that jealous relationship he has to know that that person isn't involved with what you guys have going yeah you understand so as far as if if there's jealousy involved it's not gonna work um he has to reassure you and you have to reassure him that what you have doesn't involve that third person. But remember, it's committed, so you're kind of almost equally committed to your other person. But I'm committed to you. What I have with you doesn't involve that third person. You're right. I, I just personally, I'm like, even though everyone's like, oh, each emotion is different, eventually those, emo in my opinion, all those emotions are going to overlap. And in my head, I'm just like, that's just way too much emotions from the video with. And that's just what it comes out. Because with. you're looking at is that we're a triangle. We're not a triangle. No, you're not a triangle or a square. I understand right. that. But because people have emotions, eventually there's going to be emotions change. Either one's going to lose interest or become over possessive or X, Y, and Z. And with feelings, things always get complicated. complicated. That's just how I feel about it. It, it There is a there is a point where it could get complicated now it involves that person is what he's doing or what she's doing whoever you're with are they making you feel secure in that relationship is there something that's making you or is he doing something that's making you feel insecure in there then if he's constantly putting his attention to you or when yours are together is he constantly making you feel reassured if he's putting all that attention to what you guys have? Is there a reason to feel jealous for that third person? You're right. Like, and it's crazy because like one of the things they do say, be careful there's a toothpick in there, it just didn't sit on top of the glass. Yeah, oh, sounds good. <laughs> um, like in order to explore any of these relationships that require more than one partner, they say there are certain boundaries that you have to, like not even boundaries, like clear communication, trust, like those are the first things you need to establish before even moving forward. And they're like, and it's not about cheating. Everyone who's involved in these multiple relationship partners always stress it's not about cheating. Right. It's actually emotions. Like some people be like, they're in love with two people. Hence why they're dating two people. I mean, we've seen, what was that show, Sister Wives? See, I... When I watch that show, Sister Wives, I'm intrigued because it's amazing how that man can handle so many women, so many children. They have it down pat, and the women work so well with each other, and it's because they have an understanding. You can tell, obviously, there is communication between them. Yeah. And in the show, you can tell there is some jealousy. There's some jealousy there. there. That's something you're you can't avoid that. There's gotta be some jealousy when you're compete where you almost feel like you're competing for well in this case, it's one spouse attention. Right. It's not like each of them have their own partners. It's you guys all have one person for affection. 
Right. So I don't know if he has it. I really never watched this or watched. I've seen clips on Facebook, so I'm gonna be honest. So like, if he has a schedule, and let's say you know, boom, you have your period, and you just want to be held, but it's not your day, so you gotta wait. Like, how are you gonna feel about that? I don't know because sometimes women are different. What if you just want to be left alone? It's like, damn, can you, like, <laughs> make here? Here's the thing. What if the one sister wife calls the other one? Like, can we swap days so that you can? Because I just don't want him around me right now. It's possible. Like, um, there was a meme. Like I said, I don't watch sister wives. They were like, <laughs> oh, Robin's a favorite. Watch her get pregnant. Like I shared that meme or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> so like. Do I have to worry if I was Robin that the other sister wives were gonna like gang up or set up shit to like make my life a living hell because you feel some they all feel some type of way because I'm the favorite? Because let's be honest, women can be petty, so that'd women, be something that would be on the back of my head. Like, damn, do I need to cut a bitch? But here's the thing: I don't think it's Robin. I think was the newer one. And here's the thing: when you're established, I guess, and I'm not speaking from experience because obviously I don't live that lifestyle. But when you're the newer one, of course he's going to put you more attention. He already has that one person. He has her in the bag, let's just say. Yeah. He has her there. He's established. They already have the establishment together. She's new. She has to somehow feel welcome yeah. into that relationship. <laughs> he has to, she, has, she has to feel... We have people laughing in the background. like, <laughs> But... She has to feel welcome. She has to feel new. She has to feel the connection that he already has with the other two. And how do you do that if he doesn't pay a little bit more attention to her? He has kids with the other ones already. Yeah. Hello, it's my turn to have a kid too. I guess. I'm not going to lie. I do see it's upside. Like, I can see some pros. I'm not saying it's all cons. Like, hey, it's your responsibilities. You ain't got to worry about daycare. You know, share house duties like financially if they're all working like like i said i don't watch your sister wives like that's multiple streams of income coming into the household the kids all grow up with multiple parents you know they have they grow up with their siblings as opposed to being like oh i don't see my stepsister or half sister whatever the heck it is because you know they live with their mom they're all in one household yeah well in the beginning it does start with one household and then they separate okay so i mean i don't think i could do that living in the same household because then it would have to be a really big house and you would have to be on the like bottom floor. I would have to be on the top floor because yes, there is jealousy involved. I mean, I would be jealous if I saw you in the kitchen and you're cooking and he like comes up behind you and whatnot. But I'd be like, oh, back it up three feet. You know, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> but I mean, if you're living in different house, and you're near because I think they had that cul-de-sac where they okay. each had their own so house. It's like a community. Yeah, so they each had their own house, but um, that I could not. I don't think I could do. Living Would you guys home. be interested in like a multiple relationship or multiple spouses? If you had the choice, do you think that's something you guys can do? I honestly, if I didn't have. The polyandry, if I wasn't in a polyandry, like honestly, if I did do that, I mean, it would be honestly, I would just collect husbands for each day of the week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this is the schedule, what y'all do outside that day, I mean, no me porta, like, keep it moving, like, just, let's make this as easy as possible, pay the motherfucking bills, clean some shit, and cook, and cook, <laughs> that's it. She said, no, no. Now, my question is, a lot of men would be okay with a woman accepting for them to have multiple wives or relationships on the side. Now, as men, do you think it's okay for your significant other to have, now, men, different men on the side if you could? You know how it's like a double, double, it is standard. A double standard. Like, it's okay. Like, if I'm a girl and I say, yes, go ahead. You can have a different girl as long as you don't neglect me as a woman, as um, you don't neglect my emotional needs, my physical needs. Um, but now it's my turn. Can I have more than one man on the side as well? But that's the thing. Like, we all have heard the term sister wives. But did you know brother husbands was a thing? 
Like, honestly, if I did not Google that, I wouldn't have no brothers, husbands was a thing. <laughs> I was just like, brother, husband. It doesn't even sound right. <laughs> you know why it doesn't sound right? Because it's not said often. Exactly. On TV, they portray sister wives. Okay? Where's the show, brother, husbands? Let's make one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> yeah, so it is a little... I guess aside from clear communication there definitely would have to i imagine multiple play dates to see how your significant other like how your other relationships would interact with each other because if i ideally eventually you would be spending almost equal amount of time in both places if you're doing a polygamy relationship where you have multiple they're both your wives now right. if you're just committed relationships you might have one at 80 percent or like whatever i guess it would be up to that person but how do you accept knowing, like, all right, he's not at work, he's at the other church house now? Uh, that's okay, I'll be outside gardening or something. Like, <laughs> you try to peek through the window, don't blame I know, <laughs> t- tomorrow is my turn, we're going out to dinner. <laughs> we're doing something. Because, you know, there is times where you need a break from that one person. Like, okay, he's with Lisa. <laughs> tomorrow is my turn. <laughs> so now, I do recall, um, this was a while ago, reading about... This guy married this lady, and a few years later married her sister. Nah, no. See, How do you feel about okay. that though? Like, yeah. what if it's your family member and he's no. like, sister wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not be okay with. Listen, I probably wouldn't be okay with a relative or a good friend of mine, just because you know what I have. And every time we see each other, you're like, damn, sis. <laughs> or, <laughs> like. But I can't make fun. Like, if, let's say, in this case, it's me. Like, I could always say, damn, sis. Because if I'm in that relationship, I can't be like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, I, that's just speaks respect. I can't. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that with somebody that I know. I would So I you know. would rather a stranger? Like, in my head, it makes more sense someone you yeah. knew just because you guys already know each other, you have an idea of each other, how your personality mingles and match. Now, yeah. it's a random stranger, now you have to start from the bottom and actually have to try to get to know them. And, you know, in the beginning, it takes a while to get them out of the shell and all that lovely jazz. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, I said I'd be okay with um, polyamory. Yeah. Yeah, but it can't be with anybody I know because I'd look at you and I'd be like mm, you know shit. you know what I have and I know what you or I know what you have like I'd walk in and I'd be like mm, mm-hmm. yeah like it's it doesn't it, it doesn't go with it it just doesn't flow right with me I don't know it's really would you be okay with you allowing your not allowing being okay with Letting your significant other have multiple partners and you actually knowing the person that they're doing it with. Because now it then it becomes one of the other categories. You're now in a, a friendship or a sisterly union with this person. Well, depends. If you marry her, then hell yeah, y'all. I don't know. You can't say sister in laws, but I guess that's why they need to say sister wives. But <laughs> I don't know. And how about swingers? you're in a relationship and you swing with another relationship swingers i think is the easiest probably to deal with because there is really no emotional it is literally you are there for the hookup and you have your significant other you go back home with this person you're only fucking them tonight and maybe we see each other at the next party or whatever but i'm going home with her yeah like, I feel like that's probably the easiest as long as no feelings are developed. But if feelings develop, then that's when you roll into all that other stuff. But now, you know, there's swinger parties and stuff like that. So what happens? You're at a party and the other person your husband slept with last week is like, so we tried this and we did this and this. And you're looking at him like, we said that was like our secret move or you never did that to me. Like, how do you deal with that? <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because in a relationship like oh, that oh i thought you were gonna tell me an experience no. i was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> no no personal experiences go on here but um it's funny how you say that because i think in a situation like that i think the one thing that would bother me is if i look at i'm seeing the situation unfold in front of me and i'm like like did you just really, did you just really do like 
how do you deal with um, having it done and you're supposed to be like, that's, that's our thing. Or do you, did, did you enjoy that more with that person than me? I feel like that'd be a constant thought. Like, are you thinking about so-and-so now that we're doing it? Like, how do I know you're not thinking about me? Like, how do I know? Shit. Or you're hooking up with that person behind my back when it's just supposed to be us. And again, that's where that person has to be strong that you're with to reassure you that it's all good with us. Everything's good. Like that was that relationship. This is this one. We're good to go. And that's where it takes a very strong man because a lot of men can say, oh, yeah, I'm good. I could do different relations. I can have more than one. But it's hard. Not all men can live up to that expectation. They think they can. But they cannot really satisfy a woman's emotional and physical need and put on another woman on top of that. So in regards to that, about the men reassuring you, a man can only reassure you for so, like, to an extent, to a certain point. Because if you have insecurities, it doesn't matter how much he reassures you. Your insecurity is always going to creep in the back of your head. If you're going to have that constant doubt. Yeah. And, and not that this is a situation, but if you already have trust issues... This isn't gonna help it. No. Like they said, like um, there's ground rule, like not ground rules, but one of the first things is communication as trust. But like, if the communication isn't there, or maybe the communication is and the trust is, and or vice versa, like you're already starting off on a rocky road. Yeah. So you're setting yourself up to fail, kinda. It's just so hard. And then here's the thing, like, so we're talking about having multiple partners, not even about being in a serious relationship with multiple people, just hooking up. So. Because you hear a lot, people are into this because they want to cheat, because they can't deal with being committed to one person, X, Y, and Z. And they, you'll hear people that live this lifestyle that say it's not about cheating, it's about how they feel, and stuff like that. And you, that they take it a lot more seriously, because like, you know, somehow it runs smoother than a serious relationship, because they have this trust and constant communication, because that is what sets their foundation. So... If you guys decide to do a threesome, but just be, but you guys do it often, and he doesn't give her that title of a partner as well, like, do you guys just do stuff without considering her, or it doesn't like? I think um, if she's not part of the, if she's not in the relationship, but you have a threesome with her often, it's just that sh- probably you want to be safe. She is well aware of both of you. And she's compatible with you. I don't think she deserves a title. It's just, you're fun. What if she for wants us. a title? <laughs> well, then maybe she should communicate that between them. And maybe they need to decide, okay, then maybe we can put a title on it. Or maybe it's time that we find another partner. Because if it's not good for the both of them, then bringing her in is just going to now ruin this relationship that we have here. Yeah. Because now you want to set a precedent that is not good for us. And I think, like, again, over time, I feel like people are bound to develop relationships. I mean, not relationships, feelings. You know how they say, oh, it's just from a benefit's not that serious. Yeah, but over time, how many times do you see them, like, damn, I like them. Or I have feelings for them. It's because you can only be intimate with someone for so long and even intimacy does not mean just hooking up and sex there's other stuff that comes with it but there's a part of you that you're exposing not saying that everyone develops feelings because there's some people that are just like now this is strictly sex like all right i left the club i'm drunk i want some and then i'm out yeah that's cool or there's some people that just don't want a relationship but they want the sexual part of and then you also have Those people that want the relationship but don't want the title because they still want the single life because they want to be able to do what they want and not have to give anyone explanation. Yeah. So, it's just, it's a sucky world. Dating is us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure dating apps don't help. I mean, unless you're a swinger, then shit, I'm pretty sure it hooks you up. <laughs> like, swing and there are swinger clubs, too, that help with this. Like, you could specifically go there if you're a swinger. That assists you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's like memberships and parties and like so. Like I recall hearing about um, there was they do like swinger parties once a month, but in order to get in, you had to prove that you were clean. Yeah, and I mean, like, at least they're being safe. Like whatever option you decide you want to explore, do 
whatever. Be safe. So this topic is done. We're going to move on to our next topic. So quiet. I guess nobody really, really liked that topic. Nobody likes having multiple partners. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I see the financial aspect of it. I see like what attributes because if you have multiple partners, I'm pretty sure they're all not the same down there. So, hey. <laughs> but. Okay. So our next topic for tonight is step parent versus parent versus real family and i'm this is a good one this is the one i put it in and it finally um it finally got chosen yeah so let's just let me give you a little background on why i had put this topic in i was talking with somebody and they had made a comment um yeah because this person i told them to have a real family and i said excuse me what do you mean, a, a real family? Oh, yeah, so that his children are biologically his, not from somebody else. And I, I said, wait a minute, so you think a real family consists of children that are biologically yours? I took offense to that. And I stopped him, and we stopped the conversation, and I said, let me tell you something. Just because the children are not biologically yours doesn't make you a real family. And I guess the person kind of realized what, what was said and was like, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. That's what you meant. That's what you meant to say. You just realized who you were saying it to. Um, my children are an extension of me. So let's just say you want to date me. I'm not asking you to be their father. I'm asking you to be their friend. Now, when we're together, we're a family. It doesn't have to be real. It doesn't make it fake. You're there for them as a friend. If I'm not available or if they don't want to talk to me, which my kids talk to me about everything because they know if they don't, they get punched in the face because we have that open communication mm -hmm. um i would expect them to want to talk to you yeah as as being my partner what do you think about that so was i was i wrong you're not in cutting wrong. that person off you're not wrong and i'm pretty sure as you said it was personal to you so when things are a lot more personal you're going to be quick to react now you're not wrong because if blood is what makes you family then i'm sorry and it's gonna sound so left up and I'm not trying to offend anyone. There's some fucked up family that because you have biological parents that don't see their kids, that don't support them, that don't get them, that don't even know. Like you have deadbeat parents. Then you even you read every day about how family kills family and blood is bigger is not always bigger than water. I'm sorry. Yes, granted, they're not the blood parent but the step parent is only going to be allowed as much as the bloodline parent is going to allow so if as long as from the beginning the bloodline parent sets up these boundaries and like all right this is this is what's going on you respect him he respects you x y and z and the one that shows up is the parent is the one who steps up blood or not in my opinion because just because we share blood doesn't always mean you're going to look out for me and it doesn't mean you're always going to be there. Right. I mean, I know mama bear mode kicked in, but um, number one, I know people that have the mother and the father that live in the same house and the mother and the father don't even really care for each other, don't show affection. They don't do mother and father things and children pick up on that. And then you have a mother and a stepfather or a father and a stepmother that show love and show compassion and show what a real family is supposed to be like. And then, and the children see that. And it doesn't have to be that biologically they're together in order for it to be a real family. And I agree with you there. And it's not about, oh, everything's rainbows and sunshine because in every family there's going to be issues it's right. about who's there who steps up who tries who communicates like that's what makes you the real family like it doesn't matter how in my opinion 
how old your child ever gets, forever they're going to be your child. And just because they're legal adults or whatever it may be doesn't mean like, hey, I'm done parenting. Now, if you want to see me, it's your turn to seek out. Right. Because at the end, they're still your kid. You should always want to seek them out, even if they ignore you. Like, you're the parent. It doesn't automatically become, hey, the roles reverse. I know I'm sidetracking a little. Sorry. But blood doesn't make, a, in my opinion, makes an impact. It's really about the time you're willing to put in, the actions that you take. You know, you show up, you help, you communicate. Like, it's the little things that count. And in a, there's, like I said, no perfect household, but in the household, when you the kids pick up on emotion, tensions, everything, they see, they may not speak on it, but they're observing. They're always observant. So how they, you guys treat each other, they're going to pick up. Because keep in mind, this is what's going to set the foundation of how they think relationships are supposed to be when they get older. Right. It's not going to be what they see on TV. It's not going to be the video games. It's not going to be the, it's what they see day in, day out. So if you're with the biology, 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 whatever. Biological. Thank you. The real parent. <laughs> the real parent. And you guys are avoiding each other. You guys aren't happy. And you guys don't stay just for the kid. Because the kid's feeling some type of way. And you don't want them to grow up with that trauma feeling like, damn, they were miserable because of me. I know a lot of step parents that do more than what um, biological parents do. Oh, yeah. I know of And you. they get no recognition at all. Some of them don't, and sometimes, like, in the heat of the moment, you're not their parent, or right. in the heat of the moment, like, oh, that's my child, don't touch them, or, that, like, again, if you're dating, you need to, like, as a real parent, you need to com conversate, like, hey, I don't mind disciplining them, don't touch them. Like, I don't touch them, don't touch them. Like, you know, have that clear com communication, so that you know, hey, boundaries, I understand if you don't have that clear communication, there might be a slip up, or whatever, Right. hey, don't do that again. But don't be quick. That's not your child. Like, they're trying it just as hard as you are. And it's harder because now they have to form this relationship with the child because the child knows that they're not blood. He knows they're not blood. So that's going to take time and effort. That's more work they have to put in as opposed to being like, oh, that's my dad. I have no choice. Like, he's my blood. Or what bothers me, too, is another somebody else making a comment that making a comment um, as far as the other somebody another relationship not having the biological mother and father together like what gives you the right to say something about somebody else's relationship um just because you may be a mother and a father raising them together i'm sure that relationship didn't plan to have a mother or a father not be in their life yeah shit didn't work out and you're not going to be miserable or you're not going to put yourself in a situation, whatever the situation may be, whether it be abuse, misery, like whatever, you're going to do what's best for you and your child. And if that means you have to remove yourself from a relationship, so be it. That's what you do. And it takes a strong man or a very strong woman to try and raise somebody else's child. It takes a very strong man it, or woman to do It really that. does because I'm pretty sure the kids, when they get mad, is going to be like, you're not really my parent. You can't tell me. I don't have to. Like, you know, they get to that rebellious stage or that age where they think they know everything. Yeah. So it's not an easy task. And I salute to all those that are doing it because it is hard. I mean, I'm not a step-parent. but I Or how about when family? How about, okay, so how about when family, you have family. Let's just say you have one child that's not biologically your spouse's. And then you have another child that's biologically your spouse's. When family treats one one way and one the other, that's that's upsetting. It is upsetting, but then at that point, the step parent needs to dress up with his family. Yeah. Or their family, better said. Like it sounds messed up, but you can't be like, hey, can you treat them the same? Their, the other parent has to be like, yo, even though they're not my blood, they're both fine. But if you can't accept that, then you sometimes it sounds more horrible, but. You gotta give it all. To, you can't be around neither of them because I want them growing up as full siblings. And if you the can't same. support that, I can't have you. Now, see, I'm, I'm very hot tempered. Um, a lot of people know yeah. that. Why do you say <laughs> yeah for? Um, at the end of the day, I'm like, let me tell you something. My child has enough love, doesn't need your love, and I'm quick to react. And I'm like, you know what? My child is not your child. I mean, it's not your family. 
Um, he don't need your love. But it's not okay when your family member has chosen to love a child that isn't his and you feel the need to come in here and be like, oh, let me push this child to the side. At the end of the day, that child has no... Um, did not have nothing to do with the fact that one parent stepped out and another one stepping in. No, I agree with you there. You're right. And like I said, again, unfortunately, in that situation, I really, as a mom, you're going to want to step in and you're going to want to say something. But to have that support, your husband will need to be the one to say something. Right. To be like, look, this is my family. This is the family I chose. And if you can't support that, then I can't have you around or whatever it may be. Or we're like, we'll have to figure out some other situation. But if you can't respect my decisions. Because that's then basically what go. it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it really comes down to. Like, I agree. It is tough and it's hard. And I've also seen where a lot of people are like, oh, where are the single people that? Because I don't want to deal with anyone that has children. And I've seen some backlash about people complaining like, oh, what's wrong? But you need to accept like not all parent, all people are willing to be a step parent. They or they don't want to be involved in the drama or they, like it's their prerogative if they want to be with someone who has no kids. And if they works out that they both stay together, then great. If it doesn't, then then now they're both the parents that are single and they're going to see themselves in that situation. But it, nowhere are we, do we need to judge for them trying to find someone who doesn't have any kids because not every parent is built to have kids. Maybe they don't want any kids. Let's be honest, right. some people know they don't want kids. Oh, that's awesome. I agree. My husband is a step-parent and he loves my kids like they are his own. Yes, there is um, something personal that I really don't put out there because it's it really isn't anybody's business, but exactly. I'm still putting it out there anyway because I'm making it your business. Stop. My um, my husband is not my older son's father, but my older son sees him as a father and he loves him as if he was his father. He's never treated them any different. I mean you have to love children in this world you want productive men and women in the future it starts with love and when one adult steps away and another one comes into the picture you have to recognize somebody when recognition is due yeah and it's not an easy task it is not an easy task at all it is not yeah. so no i definitely agree it's it is a very sensitive topic because honestly behind closed doors you never know maybe they try to have their own and they couldn't like you hear a lot of people that are suffering from endo endometriosis IVF didn't take or whatever or you know maybe he's they just can't have kids and they don't need you to constantly remind hey why doesn't he have his own kids like his own bloodline like you don't need you may not know their business but you don't also need to remind them of the struggles they're having like it's not our place to judge if they're happy let them be happy because honestly, as long as it doesn't personally affect you, I don't see why the fuck it matters. Right. So at the end of the day, blood does not make family. And in order for you to say that you're a real family, the child does not, let's get that right, does not have to be biologically yours. And what's the definition for real family anyway? I don't know. Because how many broken homes do we see broken children, like neglected children? They all could be related. Does that make them a real family? Like, there's no definition for a real family. As long as the child is being taken care of. Correct. It was very hard for him, but he knew what he married into, and he has no regrets helping me raise them. We also have a beautiful relationship with the father of my kids. That is impressive, because let's be honest, most people, unfortunately, do not have that relationship. And it starts with co-parenting. It does. Mm -hmm. And if you could have that great co-parenting relationship, then that is amazing, and I commend you. Yes. Kids, have, kids end up loving their step-parents as if they're their real parent. And that is, it's true. It is. They may not recognize it at the time. Like, so I know someone, and his real dad passed away when he was younger, and his mom remarried mm -hmm. eventually, and they have a step-parent now. Now, um, he's like, during his teenage years, he was rebellious and would didn't call him whatever but now that he's older he's like you know 
yeah, he stepped in. Like, he's not my real dad, but he's still my dad because he stepped in and stepped up. I may may not have recognized it then, but I recognize it now. So sometimes it does take time. You may feel like if you're a step-parent that they don't see you, they don't hear you, you're not making any strides. Unfortunately, at the that teenage years or a little eight, you know, they think they know everything, they rule the world, X, Y, and Z. Sometimes if you give it time, they'll come around and they'll be like, you know what, I was a horrible child, but I do recognize the effort you put in. And they recognize it on their own. You they don't do. have to say anything. They just stubborn as fuck. Co-parenting is so important. I love my daughter's stepmom as well. And that's the main thing, co-parenting as well. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately do not have a good co-parenting relationship with a parent. But now with his family, I have such an amazing relationship. So I'm like, you know, we all can't be winners, but I'll take what I can get. Right. All right, well, we went a, one minute over our 15-minute topic. Um, we're going to go to the next topic. Oh, we do? <laughs> we do have a topic. Um, how do you deal with a heartbreak? Oh. How do you deal with a heartbreak? That is so hard because everybody deals with heartbreak differently. Definitely. Um, and I think everybody out there can relate to a heartbreak, whether it's serious puppy love whatever the case may be we want to hear how you've dealt with heartbreak and it doesn't always require relationship it could be family like a romantic relationship it could be friendship family and you anybody can break your heart basically that's what yeah. it really comes down to um let's start with let's see let's start with friendship how do you deal with a french okay let's i will start off by saying you don't want to hurt me um and I think we've established this before. We've talked about this before. You can make me mad, but you don't want to hurt my feelings. If you hurt my feelings, it's it's so bad. It's really bad. I don't take, I do not take hurt well. It kind of, it really does something to the inside of me. And it just kind of makes me hard. Yeah. Like I put up that wall and there ain't, there ain't. I know we've established that ain't is not a word. But there ain't nothing that breaks that down again. Um, I've had a friend that really hurt me. And I tried and I tried. But with that, I then put the wall up. And I've really never spoken to that friend again. Mm -hmm. And I've seen them and I've said hello and goodbye. So you're cordial. I'm cordial. And I just, there's nothing that you can do to phase me. So that's what I do when I'm hurt when it comes to a friend. I put up a wall, I don't talk about it anymore, and I just, it is what it is. So when I'm hurt by a friend, I distance myself because I'm just not gonna even bother with it anymore. Like, I'm pretty sure I spoke to you about it or whatever, but if I'm hurt for my well-being, whether it be emotionally and mental, basically, I'm gonna distance myself. Now, if our mutual friends come around asking, why this happened i'm not gonna share i'm not gonna tell you my side of the story because at the end of the day it had nothing to do with you and i and whatever our issue was was whatever our issue now if they want to tell you their version so be it i've been villain to so many stories that when i finally did tell my side of the story because i was telling it to like someone person but i didn't know that happened because there was no need for me to explain my side of the story if you knew me you know how i am you wouldn't need to ask what happened because you're gonna be like oh I understand she's not just pushing someone away for no reason like there's more to the story but you know what that's her business with so-and-so because that doesn't impact my friendship with them now granted it might a little because no longer will we be doing group outings or whatever but I'm not gonna feel some type of way because you're hanging with so-and-so because again my issue is with them not with you you're allowed to be friends with both of us I just choose not to be friends with them but I can still be your friend it doesn't mean that automatically I push one I push you two do you um now when friends try to get you to make up with them do you appreciate that it depends it really does depend on how you approach it like do not bombard me do not be like hey we're going to the library or the bookshop and then it's like hey we're at cafe sit down let's talk out your problems so i'm like bitch number one i was excited to get some books and number two what the fuck you ain't my therapist like calm your ass down i do not appreciate that now if the other person wants to talk about it or whatever 
I'll sit there. I'm not going to air out whatever the issue is, but I will tell you some of my problems. I'll be like, well, I know I spoke to you before about it and you said you would improve and X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be like, I will get more in depth if you want them to know because at the end of the day, it's not their business or if you'd rather wait till they leave and I will tell you what it is because really there's no need for a third party. Now, if they want it, they don't care that this, then I'm going to air it out. But at the end, it's not my business there. Like our business is our business and our issue is our issue. I don't need to bring her in or him and then they're like oh because everyone's gonna have their own preconceived notion and be like oh this and this and this and this and this and this so why do i need to try to influence your mind do you guys um do you guys appreciate when your friends try to intervene in a friendship that you've dissolved or you just don't want to be a part of anymore do you appreciate that or do you not appreciate it um what am I thinking? I think of um, that show, not Jerry, not um, the one that had Catch Me Outside chick on his show. Huh? The old man with the mustache. He has like <laughs> this mustache. <laughs> Someone out me. Y'all must know who I'm talking about. That he be having these trashy ass little girls on his show trying to mend their relationship with their moms and stuff. Martin. No, that's, <laughs> that's not your baby daddy show. <laughs> and Jerry's the fighting one. Ah, uh, and it's not my time. I tell a black guy, Steve Wilkos. Maybe that's the one. I don't know. I <laughs> well, whatever. Like, I feel like they're taking on the responsibility of therapist and counselor, and really, that is not your. Oh, job. I know who you're talking about. Um, Doctor Phil. Yes, yes, that one. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. I feel like you're taking on <laughs> Doctor Phil. <laughs> I was like, I feel like they're taking on the role of Dr. Phil. And yeah. you can't take on that role without... Number one, that's going to be some baggage for you. And you're not experienced, nor are you trained. I understand you want to help. I, your heart's in the right place. But it's a relationship, and relationships are fragile. So I feel like, you know, by you playing that role, especially if both parties haven't agreed you're putting that relationship at risk. Not theirs, but your own with theirs. So that's something you have to be willing to risk. My yeah. opinion. Yeah. I like your opinion. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fine. Like, I, I know me personally, I don't care for someone trying to play, mm. not matchmaker, mm. but like, hey, let's fix this up. Yeah, I just, I would like my friends to stay out of it completely. Exactly. If you want to fix a relationship, don't how about that to save your relationship with me don't fix mine with her exactly yeah. i would be like our relationship our relationship now like i said i'm not gonna bad mouth her to you because yes. that's not your problem and that's your relationship thing. is perfect your relationship is perfect i don't need to try to taint that so that you hang out with me more that's just stupid and we ain't in fucking elementary school no more no like throw the fuck up no and then the one thing that i would like you know i've always been the type of person if I'm not talking to this one person, but I'm talking to you, or if I'm not friends with this and I'm friends with you, but you're not friends with this person, let's get something straight. We're not in high school. We're not in elementary school. Just because you're not friends with that one person does not mean that I don't have to be friends with that one person. Yep. Know that if that person's talking bad about you, I'm gonna tell that one person, if she's not here to defend herself, don't speak about her. If you question whether I am allowing that person to speak about you, then maybe you shouldn't be my friend. And, and I have experienced it before. And guess what? I have no problem breaking ties with nobody. I'm 37 years old. I did not say that. But I'm 37 years old and I don't have time to be questioning or um, not questioning or reassuring people of my loyalty to you. Either you know I'm loyal or I'm not loyal to you. To you. I know how loyal I am to a person. And honestly, you don't know no one anything. Like, I don't. Like, like, so you know recently, like, I... Not recently. We're, like, almost a year. No, less than a year, but... So whatever. How I've lost some really close friends or whatever. Yeah. My choice. It is what it is. Well, the one... The two was definitely my choice. The other one, she took it offensive. Say, say la vie. But... Um, Recently, like, you know, you have to do that internal work. Like, it's not all one-sided. Like, you have to figure out, like, what's the problem? What, you know, might have made your relationship rocky? Like, what was the issue? X, Y, and Z. 
and we have a mutual friend my sister so, <laughs> but um <laughs> like I, I had a conversation the other day <laughs> and I'm like you know what I realized when I had a conversation with a different friend like certain friendship you think you appreciate so much that you're willing to overlook or limit yourself to certain things and if they're your real friends you won't feel you won't have to do that because they're going to accept you as you are so one of the biggest issues i've always had since like forever i'm considered too friendly to the point that people are like oh you're flirty not nah, bitch i'm just nice i don't like nobody <laughs> but um i felt like i had them make me feel so self-conscious about it to the point that I, one of the first things I was like, oh, I'm really friendly. Like, it's not me flirting. It's just that I'm friendly or whatever. Because they made me feel some type of way. To the point that my friends were like, oh, I'm talking to somebody, but I don't want you to meet them. See, that's not cool. It's I'd be not. like, fine, take it as I'm flirting, so then I'm flirting. Exactly. And I, the other friend, <laughs> like, even, like, I brought it up to, like, hey... I could be sitting there talking to a guy, like to their man or whatever, and that's quick. Oh, hey, what are you guys talking about? Like, you know, the little subtle nuances and stuff to kind of let you know, like, hey, this is my man. And I just want to know what's going on here. Like, are you trying to make a move? Like, you know, that girl. That friendship. Gotta go. And exactly. And I'm like. If it makes you feel uncomfortable for you being you, that's not a friendship. They not. should know. And I told them. Who you are. And I, that was a conversation I had recently. I was like, you know what? For the longest time, I've, you know, made myself in this little bubble so that everyone around me could be happy. But I'm like, you know what? It's not my fault. You're fucking insecure. That's your issue. I was like, because if you really know me, then you know I'm not going to move in on your man. You're just going to be like, oh, that's just Wendy. Because I have another friend, like my work, my coworker, I told you, she's super. She's like, oh, I know you ain't going to move in. I really don't give a fuck. He could say whatever dumb shit. If it bothers you, let me know and I'll put him his ass in the place. Like, it's nothing like... So today he dropped off food and she went down to pick it up from him and she came back to the room. She's like, oh yeah, he said, where's his tip? And I told her, it's your ass. I told him, it's your ass. And I was like, bitch, food is not enough. Like, you know, we're joking around, but it's that security. I can't control how people feel about themselves, but I shouldn't have to let it put me in a bubble so that you can feel better about yourself either. Right. And that friendship, where does it stand? non-existent now and there you go if it makes you feel uncomfortable it should not be a friendship it's not a friendship at all it definitely is an acquaintance maybe like i mean because they were around my kids for so long when my oldest had her birthday i invited them to say happy birthday and honestly that tension that no lie they fucking left that stage the shit out of my house <laughs> i was like that energy was so yo that energy was so Oh, like, I honestly, people that, they were like, yo, what the fuck? And I was like, I know. I was like, thank God it was only for, like, three hours. I was like, everyone's out of But see, time. I couldn't even, I couldn't even, I couldn't even have that in my space. If there's tension that you can cut it with a knife, do I want it in my space? I don't do that anymore. That was a one-time thing just to, like, because this was after we separated our friendship. But to be like, hey, I know you've been around this like my daughter has nothing to do with us yeah come over and say happy birthday but after that can, i'm like i'm I not doing it no that. more i was I like i'm not doing no more i extended it and you left such a bad taste in my mouth if it's not outside in public it's, you're not coming right because if it's at my house no i mean like i was like deep cleaning it it's like mm -hmm. lord <laughs> wash these bad vibes out my goddamn house but. Well, guys, I'm sorry, but unfortunately, we didn't get to how to deal or how do you deal with a heartbreak. We were only able to get to a friendship. We want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Mm -hmm. Next week, we'll have some some new topics. Or, we um, can finish the heartbreak one next week and then move yeah. on to the other topic. We'll move on to the next ones. I'm not quite sure. I have to see because it is a holiday weekend oh, yeah. if we will be on or if we won't. We'll let you guys know. Stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Please let us know yes. what topics you want to discuss. Comment. Do you think it's a good idea for us to have a do have an episode next week or not? Because I know, as you said, it is a holiday. Maybe yeah. you guys have plans. Like, we'd like to hear from you if you think it's a point, not pointless, but you know, most people are going to tune in. 
we want to hear your feedback to make our decision as well. Have a great night, guys. Good night.